Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. John 16, verse 7 to 15. Can I say amen? Very truly I tell you, it is for your good, Jesus is saying, I am going away. Unless I go, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. I, Jesus, will send him to you. Verse 8, when he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin because people do not believe in me. About righteousness because I am going to the Father. When you see me no longer, where you will see me no longer. Verse 11, and about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me, because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to share in the wisdom of your word. Speak to us. Spirit of the living God, teach us like never before. Help us in your house, Jehovah. Many of us, maybe even on Monday already, wondering how that meeting will go or how the week will be. Jehovah, settle us in your house. We pray for the peace of God as we hear your word. Help us to fight off the enemy. In Jesus' name, we all pray. We all pray. Guys, uh, one of the things I've realized is companies did not produce calendars this time around. We were complaining last week. You Says the guys who have calendars on their phones. But did you hear what happened to the person who stole the calendar on New Year's Eve? <laughs> oh, really? They're going there again today. Yes, yeah. Yes. Did you hear what happened? They got 12 months. But we have another the crazy people on this side. For our guest, Paul, this side is. Um, I don't want to say the name because you're sitting on this side. The, most of our crazy people are normally on this side. The, <laughs> the, the sober one, the machopi, you know, the composed. Okay. So, Karibu San, Karibu San. We're going to mix it up going forward. January 22nd has been called the Grand Parents Day. Do you know that? Leo, 22nd, is actually the grandparents' day. And I like that because one of the things I'm noticing over and over is the family unit is dying off. Pole pole. We're almost becoming like the West who do not really care about the old in the society. If you've been Maju, you notice that there are so many old parent homes, old people homes, and they're alone. And so I want to remind you today, I know this is not what we're talking about, but let's remember, if you have shoshos and gukas in your life, reach out to them. If you have the elderly in your homes, 
reach out. I know some of us have beef. Um, I'm one of them as well. <laughs> beef lazima in families. But if you can, whichever way you can, reach out to them. You know how they enjoy the little ones. My kids came back from Shoshos. When was that? Um, sometime, is it January? I think January 4th, Lolirudi. Zara, I miss walk off. I was like, Whoa. So remember, remember the, the elder. Did you know that today is National Bible Sunday? I like that one. Hey, you're in Because I'm National Bible. Do you have a Bible? You, you have your own Bible. All of us. Get a Bible. Get a Bible. Read the Bible. This thing was started about, I think, 80, 81 years ago. And it is just a day to remind you of the power of the Word of God. But it is still alive. Yes, we do it every Sunday, but in this Sunday, they celebrate the Word of God. Imagine that. They share verses in the house of God. Memorize God's Word this year. I'm trying in Waka. At least one a week. Meditate on His Word. There is, a, there is, a, there is power in meditation. Why, why did He write this? Just thinking of the Word of God. Guys, let's do that. Imwaka, without fail, I beg you to just take God's word very serious. And you will see the changes. This is not the truth. This is the truth, the word of God. So remember that. Amen? Ah, let's go. Points to note about the Holy Spirit. We've been saying this the whole month. Points to note number one the Christian religion is the only religion that has. The Holy Spirit of God. And Dr. Futa Akuna, it is us who have the Holy Spirit. Number two, of the doctrines you're supposed to get right, it may share the whole man. The doctrine of the Trinity, you must get a hundred percent. Last more we learn. Because if you don't, you have John Share here of the pastor who came in his. If you don't, you of it too. Utambiwa vitu will be like, okay, pastor December, but is, is it really the word of God? Get it right, I beg you. Let's go research some more. Open God's word. Because number three, the Bible is the only source from whence you can secure any information concerning the spirit of God. The only source. Since we are just messengers. Me in a soma to scripture, I can't tell you what's in the Bible. It's not my mind, it's not my heart. Oh, me, Nikiangalia, uh-uh. It is in the Bible. So read your Bible. Pray every if you want to grow. Why, why? Why is the Bible the only source? It's in Scripture. Number one, because the Holy Spirit is the author of the Scriptures. That's not my thought. 2 Timothy 3.16, the first part in the summer, all Scripture all not some not the new testament not the old all scripture is god breathed and profitable for all scripture is god breathed translation all scripture is from the holy spirit of god john 16 13 he is part of what you are reading when he the spirit of truth comes he'll guide you into all the truth 
He will not speak on his own. He will tell you what is yet to come because he's speaking what he hears. This verse is talking about the New Testament. If you study it, Missouri, Jesus was telling these guys, there's so much I want to tell you. But now your heart is broken. Remember we shared this last week. Now you are sad. Now you're in a difficult place. And there's so I want to tell you about the, the revelation of Job. I want to tell you about the end times, the last of the last days, the Antichrist. There is so much I want to tell you, like in the eyes, you can't take it. John 16, 13. That's what it's about. Second Peter 1, 20. Second Peter 1, 20, 21. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of scripture, none, came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in a human will. But prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Any prophets in the house? Prophet? Emma? Prophet? No? No? Ah, John, hey, John, hey, <laughs> Prophets speak from the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, give it The Holy Spirit is the author. Number two, the Holy Spirit is the interpreter. That's why the Bible is key in understanding it. He authored, he interprets scripture. 1 Corinthians 9-14, let me read chapter 2. 1 Corinthians 2, 9-14, I want to read quickly. Yeah? However, it is, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. We love that. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. He interprets. Verse 12, what we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. Verse 14, The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness, and cannot understand them, because they are discerned only through the Spirit. If you want to interpret Scripture, the power is in the spirit of God. See wisdom. It is the spirit of God. No wonder it should inform our prayers. Spirit of God. What are you saying? Spirit of God. I've been reading and hearing this verse in a semosan. What does it actually mean? Holy Spirit of God. That is why we ask you consistently. To get the wisdom of the Spirit of God from the Bible. That is the source. Ephesians 1 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, this is Paul to the Ephesian church, eh? the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know Him better. It will even in the gift of the Spirit of God. One of the beautiful gifts God gives us. Through his spirit. Remember we shared 
I think all of us possess it. The spirit of wisdom. Revelation. Interpretation of the scriptures. If you need that, all you need to do is ask. And it will be done what? Given. In order to know and understand the scriptures, we need the spirit of God. So, what we are here for today. The work of the Holy Spirit. But today I want us to focus on the believer. The work of the Spirit of God to us, those who believe. To Ligusia Kidogo, we but at Kuela deep. Deeply? Number one, the Holy Spirit regenerates the believer. Regeneration is. Regenerating is regenerating again. That's why. I'm not asking any more questions. Moving on. Regeneration literally means new birth. Salvation. There is something I said the first week. The work of salvation is fully the work of the Holy Spirit. It is not the work of the preacher. I can the words and receive the Lord. You know? That is not my work. The work of salvation is the work of the Holy Spirit. No wonder you hear me say consistently, speak to your father. Talk to the Spirit of God. Has he convicted you enough for you to begin a new life? That's his work. It is a radical change, regeneration. It's a radical change which revolutionizes our whole being, contradicts and overcomes our old fallen nature, places our spiritual center of gravity wholly outside of our own powers in the realm of God's causation. It is the work of the Spirit to do that. Not men. Not the church. Not your group. Not your saved brother or sister. The work of the Spirit. Once you acknowledge belief in the gospel, divine nature and divine life are given by the supernatural work of the Spirit. That's his job. I beg you, if there is somebody you want to receive the Lord, the best, one of the best things you can do Pray for them that the power of the Spirit might convict them. Talk to them where you can, but ask the Spirit of God to have mercy over their souls. That is his work. See, it does not mean now, but pray, begin to intercede, begin to pray and fast. Take time and just commit those people to the power of God that the Spirit may convict them to regeneration. Amen? Titus 3.5 He saved us. He, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of river. He removed all the dirt that was in us, the sin, the state of sin. Aliosha, out of us and renewal by the Holy Spirit. 
The old man now is gone. The new is come. Renewal. The work of the Spirit of God. Sonship, membership in the kingdom, comes only through the generation of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was begotten of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit shall come upon you, maybe Nambiwa, and you shall be of child. That's 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 a sermon in soul. I don't know if I don't know how it feel that he carried on and be at the Holy Spirit of God. <laughs> Jesus was begotten of the Spirit. I need to move signs from Mukunikai signs. He was begotten of the Spirit, so must every child of God who is to be an heir to the kingdom. Do you have the Spirit of God inside of you? Are you regenerated? Are you born again? If you're not, I beg you by the masses of God, find him. Because time is running out. We are living in the last of the last days. Amen? So he is, he regenerates the believer. That's the work of the Spirit on the believer. Number two, he indwells the believer. Indwelling. And because what is indwelling? At right side, I think to indwell is to be permanently present in. Permanent presence. So, translation, the Holy Spirit after regeneration permanently dwells in you. Ah, yeah. There's this question. Once born again, can you lose it? Hey, how? The Spirit of God permanently dwells in you. It's not temporary. Like, ah. Remember that was the Old Testament. The Spirit of God will come upon you to perform and then even in the life of King Saul that happened. In the newness of life of Jesus Christ, no. So the Holy Spirit indwells the believer. First Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Do you not know your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Brackets, permanently. Whom you have received from God. You are not your own. Verse 20. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Every believer, no matter how weak, how imperfect, how immature their Christian experience, has the indwelling of the Spirit of God. That's scary. Yeah, you know, professional. In all my immaturity, he's still there. But you are naturally we know as children. But the Holy Spirit is there through our messes. When I acted up, and he's there because he permanently dwells inside of you. I hope you can imagine what I'm thinking about. He indwells you, the believer. Remember that. Permanently. Number three. Number one, regeneration. Two, indwelling. Three, he seals the believer with assurance of salvation. You know that assurance? You know, I know I am born again. That's the Spirit of God. He's the one who gives that. The assurance. With a seal. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. Let me read for us. There are many verses. 
and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of his glory. If and when you receive the Spirit of God, when you are born again, when you are regenerated, when he indwells you, he seals you permanently as his child. Now you know. This sealing has to do with the heart and the conscience of man. You know that you know that you know. You know. How many men do we have in the house of God? Men, men, you know, Hong How many ladies do we have in the house of God? You know. <laughs> you know that you know that you know you're either a dude or a chick. What the next time tell us? You know. When you wake up, in the, when you're dreaming, you dream as a dude or a chick. This day is scared. Yeah, you're a mini day. No. Never heard of that. You know. <laughs> you know. Such is the deposit of the Spirit of God inside you. You know that you know that you know that He is in you. The ceiling has to do with the heart and the conscience. Conscience. It stands for two things. One, ownership. Two, likeness. Ownership, likeness. Ownership, we are now children of God. We are his family. He's our father. We are his sons and daughters. Likeness. Now we are like him. Yes, we may have issues, but we are like him. Because we are his children. And wonder is going to come for us. Amen. We are sealed because we are now the Lord's and we are sealed because we are now resembling him. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of adoption which God puts into our hearts by which we know that we are his children. So are you a child of God? Do you know that? Do you believe those who have received him that he is his child? If you don't have that assurance, Number four, he infills the believer. There is indwelling, there is infilling. Guys, there's somewhere I'm going with this. Acts 2 4 states, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Right, let me jump to Ephesians 5 18. Now it's a command. It's not that they were filled. Be filled with the Spirit of God. The feeling somewhat differs from indwelling. We may speak of the baptism of the Spirit that has initial act that, oh sorry, we may, speak, we may speak of the baptism of the Spirit as that initial act of the Spirit by which at the moment of regeneration, salvation, we are baptized by the Spirit in the body of Christ. The Spirit then comes, stage two, and takes up his dwelling in the believer permanently here to the same. The feeling with the Spirit, however, is not confined to one experience or to any point of time exclusively. It may be repeated without number. 
There is one baptism, but many in feelings of the Spirit. Remember the apostles in the book of Acts. Nakumbuka? They bear witness to the fact that they are repeatedly filled with the Spirit of God. Whenever a new emergency, let me call it emergency, arose, they sought afresh in the filling of the Spirit. Let me read. Acts 4.31 After they, this Peter and John, prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the Word of God boldly. This clearly shows that the apostles who are filled on the day of Pentecost in chapter 1 and 2 are again filled with the Spirit of God a few days later. That's in the Bible. There is a difference between possessing the Spirit of God, having the indwelling Spirit inside you, and being filled with the Spirit. All Christians of the past we all have the Spirit of God. Eh, but not all of us are filled with the Spirit of God. All of us are sealed for eternity if you have received the Lord in your heart. But not everyone is filled. Ephesians 5.18 commands us to be filled again and again and again with the Spirit of God. Whenever we are called upon for any special service, in God's kingdom, in God's family, we need His filling. We should seek a fresh infilling of the Spirit, either for life or for service, as the case may be. There's something we will say in this church. Hey, these guys can see well. My goodness, you've seen how a mother can take care of a child. What is gift. You see somebody and it is straight at a level, you're like, me yes, yes. Feeling of the Spirit of God. God fills you for service. You cannot do it on your own. Remember, you're still human. And so every once in a while, and then for some reason, you don't act the way you normally do. You are like, You're forgetting, maybe just, I hope that you pray. Jehovah lay on this idea. I'm leaving my house today. I don't know what's ahead. Go ahead of me. The feeling of the Spirit of God happens in ways as again, I think, that we are no wonder when we ask to be grateful to God, be grateful. Because He does the feeling. Some of us have been hurt so badly. And then you wonder, how did I heal from that? How? The feeling of the Spirit of God. Amen? Acts 6, 1-4. In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Hellenistic Jews, those who are both Jews and, uh, Jewish and Greek, among them complained against the Hebraic Jews, full Hebrew, because their widows are being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. This is the scriptures. So the twelve gathered at the disciples, oh, the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brothers and sisters, verse 3, 
Choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them. We will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. Even this, what I'm doing right now, is by the feeling of the Spirit of God. I can't do it without Him. You, in your gifts, remember this is last year in October, you can't do it without the feeling of the Spirit of God. Some of you are such great, hospitable men and women. That is by the feeling of the Spirit of God. Have you ever noticed most very good hosts and hospitable people? But for some reason, I, I don't know how I was able to do that, but the feeling of the Spirit of God. I beg you if you do not know Him, He's secrecy, Peter. Talk to the Lord. Amen? Number five, He empowers the believer for life and service. Romans 8.2 states, Through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set us free from the law of sin and death. The two natures of the believer, the flesh and the Spirit. I keep telling my wife, she's like, Pastor, you know, not too pastor. Pastor. You know, I want to tell her, you know, I'm flesh as well. Eh? Flesh, but we go. Amen. <laughs> there are two natures in the believer, the flesh and the spirit. When the believer is still in the flesh, he does not live. While the believer is still in the flesh, he does not live after the flesh. The Holy Spirit enables us to get constant and continual victory over sin. The believer may commit a single act of sin, it may level. To live in a state of sin is impossible for a believer. That's what Jesus came to overcome. The state of sin. Wednesday Matimini, by the way, every Friday, me uamatu art to random. But I know to nishingo to kunavele. Ah ah eh, boss. Ayakini kuna Jesus, kuna grace. All I do is I just steal, you know. Me, the company knows. I take, I take. But I do grace. There is a difference. We may commit a single act, but we cannot live in the state. That's the power of the Spirit of God. Never take it for granted. This is thing I used to enjoy doing. I squeeze it. Can I that's the work of the Spirit of God, guys. Sin is not supposed to reign over us. It's not supposed to. If he lives inside of you, then you have victory. Amen? Okay. Let me try again. If the Spirit of God lives inside of you, then you have victory. Amen? Amen. There's something, though. Sinless perfection is not Bible. There is nothing wrong with you. That is not scripture. You know, you've not lived with me long enough. 
Ask my wife. Hallelujah. Don't ask my wife. Sinless perfection is not Bible. On the other hand, sinful imperfection is not also Bible. Sinless perfection, sinful imperfection. That's not the Bible. The eighth chapter of Romans exhibits a victorious life for the believer. It shows us the victory we have through the Spirit of God. You can go look at it later. A life so different from that in chapter 7 of the book of Romans. The difference is the Holy Spirit. If you live within the power of the Spirit of God, you will have a victorious life. Amen? If at all mentioned in the 7th chapter, while in the, sorry, the Spirit is the heart, the Spirit in the heart, sorry, is the secret of victory over sin. No wonder I ask us every so often, if something is really bothering you, talk to the Spirit of God. If He lives inside of you, come on, in you, I'm sorry. Yo, ask the Lord, the Lord, Jehovah, who Boswango will kill this guy. Given an opportunity, this guy, but I know you live inside of me. This is not, he is your I'm struggling to love this guy or this lady. Help, I need your help. Amen? Jehovah. <laughs> Examples, he said, me, where, where? Note, <laughs> note how the Holy Spirit produces the blessed fruit in Galatians 5. It is the work of the Spirit to produce the fruit in you. I'm going to be full of joy in my own strength. Huh? Good luck. It is the work of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22-23. The class of fruit is divided into three. This one we look at later on in the, in the year. Love, joy, peace relates to God. We have to love Him. Peace, love, joy. Patience, kindness, goodness. Fellow man, you have to be patient with your boss. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you have to be kind to one another. Be good. For individual Christian life is the last three. Faithfulness. We have to be faithful to the calling of God of our lives. We have to be gentle with each other as believers. Have self-control. Jehovah, I scream, Father God. Number six, the Holy Spirit guides the believer's life. It I'll just talk about it. Kidogo, Romans eight fourteen. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. It is only until the Holy Spirit comes upon you that you are the child of God. Once again, if you do not know Him, I beg you, find Him. Ask, and He will come in. Galatians five sixteen. Walk by the Spirit of God and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Our guest, Ole Sana, Ole, 
Hapa tunakonga na makelele Galatians 5.16 Walk by the spirit Translation When he tells you no Usiende hapo usiende When he tells you forgive Demands of God's word When he tells you Your group That's the guidance of the spirit of God Obey Success comes from obedience Not from hard work Obey him if you obey the Spirit of God living inside of you, the Spirit of the Almighty God, you will be blessed. It may look foolish, but you will be blessed. The Holy Spirit guides the believer as to the details of their daily life. There is no detail of the believer's life that may be under the control, that may not be under the control and direction of the Spirit. None. No None. Every detail of your life should be under the guidance of the Spirit of God. Every detail. See, you need to buy land. We need to move. We need to know. Uh -uh. Even the small details. Praise the Lord. Every detail. I had a pastor once say, Aye, this is the Spirit of God lives in me. So every decision I'm making is the spirit of God's decision. Those. That is heresy. Look for guidance. Jehovah. I want to purchase. Jehovah. I want to do. How say you, King of Kings? Is it a yeah or a nay? Akisema nay, Amen? The steps. I like what, like what one pastor said. And the stops of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Your step, daily step, must be ordered by him. I beg you, don't make any decision this year without the leading of the Lord. Don't. And if you already have, must I ask for forgiveness? Just ask Jehovah, how am I to go up and Mimi, I want this. What say you, King of Kings? I need your guidance. The Holy Spirit guides the believer as to the field in which you should labor, just as he gathered the apostles. He's the one who fills you with his gifts anyway. Not all of us are ministers. Not all of us are singers. Not all of us are helps, administrators in the kingdom. He guides you. When he guides you, accept. The answer, hey, 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 boss. Jehovah, I think I'm going to say, Mimi, when you're not going to have to find out, I, boss, guys, let's accept the leading of the Spirit of God. Accept it in every area of your life. Then we will be successful. Amen? Finally, number seven, he anoints the believer. See, Mjungajan anoints that. I anoint you by the power of the Spirit of God. No, no. It is the Spirit of God that anoints the believer. One day, I was going to be you to party. Receive the anointing of Christ. To anoint is to choose and ceremonially confer divine holy office upon someone. It means to be consecrated, to, to be made sacred, to be dedicated wholly to God. See, he's a No, anointing is from the Spirit of God. 
From the definition, the anointing stands for the following. One, consecration. Makes you dedicated, holy, before God. Fully. Service. That comes from the Spirit of God. And I say, where I've set you as a pastor. Where you evangelist. Where you are a helper. Where you are a... That's the Spirit of God. He anoints you for service. Look for 18. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. This is Jesus speaking. Remember? In order to kill him. Jesus is in the house of God. And Aongea then after that did want to stone him. But anyway, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me. This is Jesus speaking. God is speaking. He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. Recovery of sight for the blind. To set the oppressed free. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That is the work of the Spirit of God. To anoint you for service. Do you feel like you're useless in God's house? At the eye, I have not been anointed to do anything. That's a lie from the devil. Each one of us has been anointed for specific service in the kingdom of God. The job is to find. Remember we said last year? Find. Find it. In prayer, in conversations. Find the service the Spirit of God has rendered you to. Or for. Finally, the anointing of the believer by the Holy Spirit stands for knowledge and teaching. Let me explain this. The Holy Spirit makes the believer full of knowledge and teaching. First John 2.27 The anointing you have received from him, this is John speaking. <laughs> See you, John. <laughs> the anointing you have received from him remains in you. Here is a very you do not need anyone to teach you. Let me say that again. The anointing you have received from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. Translation, because the Spirit of God inside you teaches you. You know, Lisa, how? Through His Word. Ukifungua page here, Genesis. Unaona pale, Jacob decided he's going to lie his way through his gift that God had already proclaimed. What I'm saying Bible? Jesus said, yes, sir. That's what we've been doing this week. And then in a quiet wait. So if God blesses me, I don't need to manipulate any situation. He has already done it. Jacob, when he was being born, God and the mom, the second one shall be the leader. Won't get a blessing. She never needed to manipulate the situation. That is the spirit of God teaching us through the word. Guys, no wonder I will beg you this year. Read God's word for that. It has everything for life and for goodness. It is life eternal. 
I kid you not, if there's something that is bothering your mind, fungua scripture, pray, talk to God. If you don't get an answer, maybe in Akuja. Every answer to life is in God's word. It is not enough to learn the truth from human teachers. We must listen to the teaching of the Spirit of God under the instruction of His word. 1 Corinthians 2, 9-14 teaches that there are some great truths that are spiritually discerned. Spiritually discerned. They cannot be understood but by the spirit-filled man or woman. For they are spiritually discerned. Have you ever just needed wisdom for a situation? You're like, Jehovah, this family issue, imagine, I need you. I have a point in Sarah Sasa. I need, I need wisdom. For this decision I'm about to make, King of Kings, it is you and you alone. Then you open his word. Then you go to a fellowship. Then you sit in a church service. Then you hear the word of God and you're like, I know that. I know what I need to do. That is what the Spirit of God wants to be in your life. Guys, I've shared all of this and it sounds all school. Mm-hmm. But I was sharing this to ask you to check within you. Do you have this inside of you? Can you confess to say, hey, Pastor, I think you were ticking the boxes. Yeah, me, I know that all this is there. Have you received him into your heart? And I'm not calling anyone. I'm not asking you to lift any hands. But you know. Just like you know you're a dude. You know. You know. Just like you know Nafilio Dem. You know. You can't lie. As in you know. Me and Nafilio Dem are I know. Like I know. See, see. You know whether the spirit lives inside you or not. You know. Jikamayani points someone like a sofa, but they didn't. Are you filled with the Spirit of God? Do you serve Him? Are you active in the kingdom? Is your life, can your life portray the Spirit of God? Like Tuangalia to Maisha, to say, hey, okay, I think this guy is, or this lady's life has the Spirit of God in it. Are you being guided daily? in every area of your life. Daily. And I mean daily, not some days. Daily. Are you anointed? And I know that's a joke, but you know what I mean. Has the Holy Spirit anointed you? Do you know him? Are you dedicated wholly to God? Holy. Holy. Like, I know do you have an office in his kingdom? Do you have wisdom from God? Do you see wisdom? Do you see... You are stuck Wisdom or... Are you constantly looking for the Holy Spirit's teaching in his word? Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.